Welcome to Chamber Chat, the business solutions podcast designed to help your company thrive. I'm your host, Charles Stannis. Before you buy most things, you probably have a general idea of what it will cost. But if you've spoken to a few web design companies lately, chances are there has been little consistency in the pricing of both design and development. So what gives? Stay tuned as we talk about what type of website is right for your business and exactly what that investment should cost you. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm sitting down today with Jennifer Coomer, Director of Sales and Sydney Farenbrook, Digital Marketing Engineer from Atlas, a web design and digital marketing agency. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. So what does a website really cost? Um, When we break that down, we could probably talk for hours. But I think if we really sit down and focus on, you know, what type of website is right for you and what type of website you're looking for, I think we can really take that question and break it out. So it's probably one of the most common questions that you guys get asked, you know, how much does this website cost? What can it do for me? So just elaborate a little bit on that and, you know, how you guys go about kind of deciding what type of website is right for each individual business. Well, when a prospect comes to us and they have a specific need, a specific, you know, business and they're in a specific industry, it all depends on all the above, but also their budget, what their overall goals are, and just not only for short term, but long term too. Mm -hmm. And then marrying that together and finding the perfect solution for that individual and that business. I think, like you said, it is a question the most common question we get asked, and it's usually the first question we get asked when someone calls and is like, I need a new website or I want to redo my website. And then they say, well, how much is it going to cost? Right. And it's kind of like the make or break right away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as in, you know, any industry, there's, you know, service industries, B2B, B2C, you know, price is the first thing that someone's looking for. But for us, it's not something that's just, okay, you know, this is how much it costs. We can't say a website is going to cost you $500 is going to cost you $5,000 is going to cost you $15,000. It's very specific depending on the business, the industry and how much you want to put into your website. So that's why it's something that we can break down into extreme detail to tell you exactly how much it's going to cost depending on who you are. So Right. So I mean, let's let's look at that question a little bit, right? So we talked about the different types, you know, e-commerce, B2C, B2B, you know, it really depends on your business. So, you know, if I'm a, you know, one shop guy and I'm just starting out and I'm selling a product, obviously my website needs are going to be completely different from a, you know, fully furnished, you know, 50 operation employee uh, B2B business, right? So, you know, I'm great to talk about this because, you know, we're in that transition where, you know, we've kind of found what works for us in terms of how much are we doing ourselves and how much are we kind of having someone help us with. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, that because that's probably the number one struggle is, you know, identifying, you know, what what a, a business actually needs, what they can do on their own and what they can actually utilize someone like Atlas for. So there's different pricing breakdowns based off of your overall needs. So there's the do it yourself approach where if you're just starting out and you're a new business, I think the do-it-yourself approach is the most affordable and you don't need that much experience either for a platform such as Wix, Squarespace, Weebly, 
What else? Is WordPress. Right that's what we use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And WordPress is one of the most popular content management systems. And I would say WordPress is more for, yes, you know, a business starting out. But I would say WordPress would be, you know, the next step above a do-it-yourself approach. So you're looking at, you know, if you do the do-it-yourself approach, you're looking at anywhere from fifty to three hundred dollars a month, cost-wise. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of plugins. There's a lot of, you know, behind-the-scenes things that start to add up. And you know, once you get going, you kind of realize, hey, this is nice. I need this too, right? So those costs do start to add up. Correct. So. Correct. So once you start bringing in functionality into a website, that's when the price increases. Gotcha. So you talked a little bit about, you know, the, the, the most common websites, Wix, Squaresoft. What type of business do you see kind of aligns with those platforms best? Honestly, it could be any industry, but I would say those individuals that want something quick, they want something, you know, affordable and something that they don't have to put a lot of thought into. Now there's existing templates out there already where businesses can basically drag and drop. Mm -hmm. So as long as they have a brand identity and you know a logo, all they have to do is drag and drop their content and edit the actual template a little bit, but there's not much coding involved. You know, you don't have to be a web designer. That's, to... I'm guilty of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is really nice though. And I've used, I've used Squarespace, I've used Wix, and I'm not the web designer or the web developer at Atlas. And I find that Squarespace and Wix are extremely easy to use. And being that I don't have design or development experience, I'm comfortable and actually, you know, going through the back end as well as the front end of these platforms. And I think that any small business should feel comfortable in doing that because an online presence mm -hmm. is needed. Yeah. Right. I think also a lot of those, um, you know, DIY websites, if it, you know, you're, like Jen said, it can be pretty much any industry that can do that. But if your website, you know, you just need a couple pages, you just need to get your brand name out there about us maybe a service page, a quick portfolio page, and a contact page where people can get in touch with you. You know, if you just need the very bare bones, something simple like that when you're just starting out to make sure that you have an online presence, I think that is a good place to start. When it gets a little more complicated, you wanna be adding more content, you know, expanding how much you have on your website, that's when you might need to take it a step up. Right. But if you, like, I even see people who are you know, just one, you know, sole entrepreneur, maybe you're doing some kind of freelance work and you just want to have a portfolio online. That's a really good place to start with these basic websites because you might not have, you know, as much time or money to invest in that. And it is, like Jen said, a lot of it is just kind of based on a template where you can just go in there, customize it, put your branding in there, put the content that you want to put in there. Um, so anything where you just need a really simple website, it's a really good place to start. Right, and I think you guys touched on it, uh, usability, right? Mm -hmm. So with that almost drag and drop feature that's become common, you know, a lot of people are able to set up shop, whereas I think before it's been much harder. So I think that barrier has been kind of easier to enter. Um, I think once, you know, 
whether it's an individual or a business gets to that certain level, that's when they need to start looking and adding the other features, right? So whether that's content creation, whether it's, you know, SEO, whether it's pay-per-click, you know, all those things, um, that's when I think they really need to kind of look at, you know, hey, is it time to, you know, transition into the next step? You know, how much am I willing to invest and how much will it cost to kind of make those next steps? Mm -hmm. So from you guys, I know, um, you know, some of the things obviously that you guys do best, and I know some of the things that you kind of go through with all your customers and all their websites is all the different, you know, opportunities that come with an existing website. So, you know, I talked about it earlier, you know, the SEO, the pay-per-click, um, the content creation, the project management, the hosting, you know, there's a whole list of things that, you know, people start to have to worry about and, and you know, take care, take care of, you know, to actually have a website that they can use to kind of, you know, be a marketing tool for them. So talk a little bit about all those different things that, you know, if I'm, you know, someone who has no idea what a, what a website is, I don't know what hosting is. I don't know what, you know, the domain name is, you know, talk a little bit about that and how that can affect, you know, the time versus money situation. And a lot of people that are new to, you know, the industry, the web digital space, you know, they have no idea that a website actually, you know, encompasses much more than just a website and you know there's there's steps before you get to the website and part of that is you know the domain name mm -hmm. and you know what is your business name and then searching you know a service like GoDaddy to see if that domain name is actually available and there's a cost associated with that too and that right. can be anywhere from you know fifty dollars to a hundred dollars per year depending on how common or how you know broad that name actually is correct correct and a lot of times if that name is taken you can actually reach out to the owner of that domain and actually bid or you know negotiate a price to take that domain over that's pretty cool mm-hmm and then, you know, once you have the domain name secured, that is when you move into, you know, the website itself. And once the website is developed, it's really important to consider hosting too. So where your site basically lives is the easiest way to describe hosting. And to kind of go over the costs associated with that, you're looking from anywhere from $50 to 1200 a year. And again, there's thousands of hosting providers out there, but if you are using a professional company, a professional agency, more than likely they're gonna recommend to host your website on their servers. So that fee you know, will go up versus you know, a standalone hosting provider. Can you talk about the differences of those two? Like what are the benefits of hosting it with your provider versus hosting it with let's say like a GoDaddy? I would say just maintenance, daily backup. So you're looking at, you know, overall maintenance to the site and also, you know, daily backups of your site mm -hmm. if you're hosting with a provider, so an actual agency, and just the support that's associated having a dedicated project manager to ensure that your site's never going to go down, so there is no downtime. And then also what we include in our hosting package is one hour of support for any updates or changes the client may need. Now, I don't know if all agencies offer that, but that is, I would say, a benefit to 
hosting with an actual agency. Right. I know that's something we've taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you have a person, you know, if you're with a not an actual agency, if your website goes down, you might not even know what to do or who to get in contact with. Right. You might be chatting. It with might take a while. Bot, whereas if you're with an actual agency, you could have an actual human being that you know that you can call. You have that open relationship. And say, hey, yep. my website's down. What do I do? And they will have a conversation with you and you know, figure out how to do that. So, you know, if you don't have those technical skills to figure out, hey, why is it down or why is it mm -hmm. slow or why is it not loading, then obviously that's where, you know, having a agency that, you know, hosts your website, that's obviously the, the biggest advantage would be at. And a lot of times too, an agency will catch it before the exactly. client ever does. So more often we'll get the notification that the site is down. We'll take care of it, notify the client, let them know, hey, it was down for two minutes, five minutes. But more often than not, we catch that before a client ever does. Yeah, they wouldn't have even realized that. Behind the scenes happened. magic, right? Yeah, yes. exactly. And we'll handle it too, so they don't have to stress or worry or you know take the time out of their day. Yeah, which as we all know, time is our number one resource. So they've got a domain name, they've got it hosted. What's next? And then after hosting, there's, you know, content creation. So once a site launches, mm -hmm. if you're using a content management system like WordPress, you know, content is king. I'm sure you've heard of that saying repeated numerous times. And the flexibility is there with WordPress as the content management system to continuously add content, whether it's, you know, an additional page or if you have an ongoing blog. So I think it's really important that, you know, once a site is launched, there's still moving pieces to that website. And part of that is just content creation, overall project management, still ongoing communication too. So you're still communicating with your project manager after a site launches, you know, hey, let's add an additional page. Let's add some additional copy. You know, we just added a new team member. Let's go ahead and, you know, add that to the site. So the site is not static. It's mm -hmm. always evolving. Right. Always it's dynamic, moving. always changing. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Content is huge, like Jen said. And I think oftentimes with creating the site, it's a very collaborative effort when we're as an agency, we're working with the client because sometimes we'll have clients come to us, whether it's a new site or they might be redoing the site and they say, you know, we already have all this content we can use, but especially for smaller businesses where, you know, maybe they just have a few employees. They don't necessarily have a dedicated content you know, writer. Yeah. Marketing yeah. person who knows how to take whatever they have and put it in the right way to be appealing on a website. So a lot of times clients will say, Hey, we have all this content. Can you go through and optimize it? So mm -hmm. we know how to put the right keywords in there or, you know, put which, the right calls to action. Which there. if you don't know what you're doing can take a very long time. Exactly. And yeah. a lot for a lot of people, I know personally, you don't have the time to not do it right the first time. Exactly. Which is right. huge. What do so many of this area's top executives and community leaders have in common? They're graduates of the Leadership Bonita program. I'm Tiffany Esposito, President and CEO of the Bonita Springs Area Chamber. Leadership Bonita is by far one of the best and most efficient ways to get engaged in the community and connect to a strong network of leaders. It's a community immersion program that offers a hands-on, behind-the-scenes look at all aspects of our area. More than 350 leaders in Southwest Florida are graduates of this program. Applications close March 6th. You can apply today at BonitaSpringsChamber.com. We even have one client, they are an IT company, so they're very technical. 
um, but they, you know, didn't know exactly how to translate what they do. And we actually would call their clients and interview them and say, like, how was your, you know, experience working with this company? And then we ended up using that throughout the web content and be able to really reflect their services. So those are some things that you, you know, you wouldn't want to take the time to sit down with your client as an IT company and say, hey, can you describe your experience working with us so we can write the content for our website and we were able to handle that for them. Awesome. And then beyond that, it's just obviously writing content. Also like images, you know, do you want to use photography? Do you want to use stock images? We can search and find the right stock images to use on your site. You know, things like that um, all come together and making the website the best it can be, so. Right. And training and testing go into that too. And once a site launches, well, actually, let me back up. Before a site launches, testing is probably one of the most important things before we, we launch a site. And that's, that's included too And in just knowing that you know your agency behind the scenes is actually testing the site, making sure that it can be the best that it can be. Right. And it's making sure that it's optimized and it's responsive on all devices. That's part of what we do in testing. And then once we launch, we act actually take the client back and train them on how to navigate through the front end as well as the back end of the site. So that's part of, you know, what's involved in a website project. And then of course, you know, you can't just have a site, a website and expect people to flock to that website. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of clients think that, oh, well, I invested in this brand new website you know, it's a lead generating tool. Okay, well, yes, the site is optimized for, you know, search engines. However, you have to promote that website and you have to invest in marketing, whether it's traditional or, you know, digital means to actually send traffic to that website. So a lot of people always fail to remember that, you know, it's, you have to invest in a website, but also marketing to start generating the leads that you want to see. Right. I mean, that you expect. To yeah, see. absolutely. I mean, everyone's searching for questions. Everyone's searching for solutions. So to make sure that when they're searching for those questions and solutions, they can actually find uh, the website. So we talked about a lot of the different components that kind of break down how the site operates. So I know we're going back to our original question, what does a website really cost, right? There's a lot of different things in here. So estimation, approximation, whatever you wanna call it, you know, if you wanna group it up and to say, hey, if you're this type of business, you know, if you're just starting, this should be your budget, because I know this is probably a question you guys get asked a lot. All the time. You know, what, <laughs> All the time. what does that look like? And I would say, if you had to break it down. If I had to break it down, you know, we discussed the do-it-yourself approach. If we took it a step further and, you know, say you did not have the time to do it yourself because many small businesses do not have the time. They're focused on starting running their business, their business. Right. Their business. So we always recommend a five to 10 page template-based WordPress site that's basic. So we refer to that as a basic site where, as Sydney mentioned earlier, it's you know, a homepage about us, our team, services that we offer, or products that we offer, and then a simple contact us page. No functionality required, just a contact form, and I would say social media logos links. and links that go directly to those channels. 
nothing beyond that so no complexity whatsoever I would say $2,500 is your starting point now that's using an existing template so an existing framework that already exists mm -hmm. and keep in mind that what is there is what you get so there's limitations to what you can change in an existing template so you can you know put your your company logo, your colors, the pictures you want, the content you want, but the framework is pretty much going to be the same. Right. So it's a step up from that DIY, you know, Wix website that you would build yourself. But as far as how it's going to look, it's going to look similar to that. Right. Everything's kind of pre-templated and you just start to get your identity basically from that website. Exactly. Correct. And you might have the same website the same framework, the same layout as a handful of other businesses. The only thing that's going to be different is your branding, your content, and the photography that you know is used on that website. So a template, a lot of people get turned off by templates because they think, well, I don't want my site to look like everyone else's. Just like my competitors, mm -hmm. right. Correct. And you know, I want to be different. I want to stand out from the crowd. Well, then we recommend a custom approach, but with that, you know, the expenses start to rise. So with the, you know, basic five to 10 page site, you're looking at $2,500. The next step I would say, again, using a template would be, you know, if you need additional pages, more pages, and now let's start adding, you know, some sort of functionality, some, you know, plugins, custom plugins. So let's take a nonprofit for example. Now this nonprofit, they want roughly 25 to 30 pages and they have a donation software that they're using. They have an event software that they're using and they want the donation and the event integration completely custom with their existing site. So now that cost, which the site itself, let's say it's $7,500 for a template site for this nonprofit because they want 25 plus pages. Now you start adding those integrations and those custom you know, third-party software integrations that we're adding to the website. Now the cost is gonna go up a little bit. Now it depends on if they're looking for a full-blown custom integration or if we're just adding a plugin or if they have an existing software and you know, we're not doing a complete integration, but it's just a link to this existing software. Making sure the branding's staying the same. Correct. Yeah. That pricing is different depending on what they're looking for and their needs. Now, that price could be anywhere from $350 to $750 for those, you know, custom integrations. So it's always important to ask to... You know, what third-party integrations are you looking for? Do you, you know, currently use anything, any third-party integrations or any third-party software that we need to take into account for the website? So that $7,500 price point is now going up slowly. Right. Based on the complexity and also the integrations. Now, if that nonprofit does not want to look like every other nonprofit or their competitors and they want a custom site, now the price goes up from that $7,500 to roughly the $10,000 ballpark. Now the $10,000 ballpark is simply just for the custom design. And again, if you have any integrations needed, that's when the price increases. So it seems to me the more custom 
customization that you have, the more plugins that you have, the more integrations that you add, that's where you know the small costs start to kind of build up from there. Um, but you know, I mean, we did talk about this earlier. You know, cost versus time. If we look at a nonprofit, you know, they might be spending, you know, five thousand dollars more up front, but in a year's time, you know, they've saved hundreds of hours on their staff that can go right back to you know supporting their cause. So I mean, for some cases, you know, yeah, you're spending more money up front, but it's giving you you know all that time back, all that um, extra time that you would have to whether it's solving problems or integrating stuff in you know, now you can completely focus on what it is that you're doing. So, you know, I think, you know, keeping that in mind as well is important because I think people initially see this price tag and they're immediately thrown off. And I think, you know, being able to factor in cost versus time and not really knowing if something goes wrong, if you're going with an agency, you know, I think is something really important to keep in mind as well. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And I think a huge, a huge thing that we face is when we present proposals and we present that overall cost, mm -hmm. There's a lot of times that we do get a kickback and you know the individuals that are sitting across from us when we're presenting these proposals, you know, they are a little bit taken back by the price and it's just a matter of letting them understand, you know, the time that is actually involved in creating these sites. You know, a lot of people think, "Oh, I have this website, it's going to be super easy for you to do. It should take you 5 days." Mm -hmm. I mean, we hear that so often and it's it makes us laugh inside like hey I wish I wish designing and building a website took five days but it takes our team with you know the communication that's involved the testing and you know the design development it takes roughly six to eight weeks and that's just for a standard basic website right so someone who let's say they have a do-it-yourself right now they have that basic website they've just started out and they're starting to get traction from there and obviously when they start to get traction, their time becomes even more limited because you know, they're starting to grow. So someone who's on that fence, you know, what, 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 do, you, what do you tell them? You know, how, do you, how are you able to you know, give them the recommendation, whether it's you know, going with a template website, whether it's going that custom route, you know, what's been the feedback there? What I try to do if someone has started out and they've taken that DIY approach and they're ready to move on to the next step, and maybe have an agency handle the website overall and maybe they're not quite yet ready for a full-blown digital marketing package but they just want us to you know manage the site and also host the site so one less thing they have to think about in their daily routine i would recommend taking that website transitioning from you know squarespace or you know wix or weebly and transitioning to wordpress and also just a basic site using a template so going from the DIY to a template and you know just utilizing that template for three to five years and you know see where your business takes you and once you start generating revenue and you know you see a return after three to five years in business that's when I think it would be really important to start you know differentiating yourself from competition and investing right. in more of a custom site and just that allows you to stand out from the crowd but I don't think it makes sense for startups right away to invest in a full-blown custom website again it depends on their goals their overall needs but I think it's really important you know start out with a template site you know 
we can we can do minor customizations and we can make it specific to your brand and I just feel a lot of people you know they get not bogged down but they don't want their site looking like everyone else's right right and I think a lot of people who are in that position you know maybe they're a smaller business they've just started out they have you know simple DIY site that's a lot of people who we talk to who do ask this question what does a website cost because they they don't really know you know they haven't they don't have a marketing person on their team a lot of times they say you know what does a website cost and we'll kind of say okay well what's your budget that you're working with and we'll see you know what we can do with that and they're like well I don't have a budget you know I don't have a marketing budget I don't I haven't set this right. aside I haven't thought about it so not that you have to you know sit down and crunch the numbers before you start doing your research on a website and say what exactly am I willing to spend? But think about it a little. You know, how much are you willing to invest? And then think about, like we talked about, the cost versus time. So don't just think about how much you're willing to spend, you know, actual money you're willing to spend. But think about, you know, how much time am I spending on this? How many leads am I getting from my website? And how much, you know, revenue is that bringing me? You know, how much time would I save if I go to an agency? And kind of have an idea of that when you start to research this process so when you go to an agency you kind of have an idea of what it would be worth it to you and then from there when we have a price point we can say okay you know you have you know two thousand to five thousand dollars we can see what we can do with the template with that um you know it's worth it for you to move away from this diy approach and get a template website so it's a good place to start because not everyone thinks about what their budget is but you kind of have to have an idea of what you're willing to spend to know if it's going to be worth it to you or not. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, to chime in to what Sydney said, I would say 90% of the time when potential clients come to us, 90% of the time they do not have a budget in mind. And it's very important for us to actually have those numbers to present the best options of here's what we can do and the time allotted within that budget. Here's what we can promise you for that that price. And a lot of times what I do is I go over in the very first preliminary meeting just basic prices. Here's starting points just to see if you're comfortable with what, you know, a basic website will will cost, what a custom site will cost. You know, if you have an e-commerce site, you know, I'll give you just a starting off point just to kind of see if that is within their budget or if it's even something they're comfortable in pursuing. Because at the end of the day, we don't want to waste their time. Their time is right. very precious, valuable, and we don't want them to waste ours either. So it's, it's really important knowing, you know, okay, you have this idea, you have, you know, these goals in place for this website, and how much are you willing to invest? And if you're willing to invest in you know a website that costs you know say ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollars what if we could promise you x amount of leads each month right yeah and then I, would it be valuable <laughs> absolutely right well i know we've covered a lot and i know we've talked about a lot so if people have any more questions you know where can they go how can they get in touch with you guys how can they follow up with any of this if you are interested in learning more about what was discussed here today you can contact us at atalus.com so that's www.atalus.com, A-T-I-L-U-S, or you can call us at 239-362-1271.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Chamber Chat. Don't forget to tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe.